Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church located in the Roanoke and Salem, uh, Virginia areas. And if you're not part of a local body, we would love for you to, to come be a part of it if you live here in the Roanoke Valley. If not, <clears throat> you can reach out to me, and I'd love to help you get connected into the local uh, body. Well, we're continuing with Nicole Hunts this week. Uh, we're in Acts chapter 18, but before we jump into Acts 18, uh, Nicole, question for you for people to get to know you a little bit better. What do you daydream the most about? I would say I daydream the most about travel, but specifically with, this is a big theme, with my family. And um, we are endeavoring at this point in time to do some homeschooling with our kids. And so now when I, I was just talking to my mom the other day about going to Cornwall and I thought, oh my gosh, we could do the coolest lesson on tidal patterns in Cornwall because they have these huge tidal, you know, swift shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I daydream about, <laughs> about going places to homeschool that I teach there. In addition to relaxing and, and exploring, and I think just experiential learning really makes things come to life. It does. It does. Yeah, that's cool when you get to, you get to see mm-hmm. firsthand. Uh, even Katie, she sent me, Katie's my wife, for those of you that don't know, uh, she sent me this link today of like 17 like unfamiliar places in Virginia oh. that have like a historical mm-hmm. connection. Uh, I was just like, huh, I read through one, one of them I didn't know was, I can't remember the guy's full name, but his, his name was, uh, I think it was Audrey or Jean. He was one of the most decorated soldiers. Ethan, I have been to that site. Hey, that yeah, it's just over here in Catawba, yes. like where his plane my, crashed. My father, who I'm sure will listen to this podcast, is a huge Gene Autry fan. Okay. He was the most decorated pilot, I believe, in okay. World War II. And then he came home and had a second career as a actor, as an actor uh-huh. in, in Westerns. And yeah, he his plane crashed not far from Roanoke. Yeah, We've done Catawba. that hike. We have done that hike, and it's 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 worth it. Yeah, so we're we'll too. Yeah, but go to have to do that. Go to have to do that. Cool, right? Well, as we look at uh, flying and all that, Paul had a plane. And no, I'm just kidding. Paul didn't have a plane to fly. He walked everywhere or was on a ship and such. Uh, so here in Acts chapter 18, as we hop in here, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit revealed to you that just really spoke to you that you highlighted? All right, so it would be verse 26, which said, He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. Mm, So this is Paul teaching here. Who is this teaching here? This is, it's not Paul teaching. It is Apollos. The man Apollos himself. So what's going to explain this text a little bit for us? So, So Paul has left. He's gone on another mission trip, but... In he's left behind Priscilla and Aquila, who were tent makers with him and and whom he taught and discipled and lived with. Mm-hmm. And so one day Apollos comes, he's a Jew, he knows the scriptures, he teaches accurately, but it says that he only knew the baptism of John. So mm-hmm. um, you know, again, he didn't have the New Testament. So he he his education was not complete. And we see Priscilla and Aquila, who have had full instruction pull him aside and disciple him and in instruction in the full doctrine of the faith. Let me even ask you this from like the perspective, because here's what I hear the most from people 
I would even say new people, obviously probably more so the people that's been in the church for the longest, is they feel inadequate in whether it be information, instruction, uh, whatever it be, that that's the number one thing I would say. I don't have like quantitative data to prove this of why people don't disciple another person, don't share their faith with other people, uh, don't uh, really desire to, I shouldn't say desire, but aren't living their faith out because it's like, I just don't have this information. Yet here with Apollos, that's not what you see. Uh, from like today's culture, today's, and your personal relationship and your journey, has like a lack of information or lack of knowledge held you back from sharing your faith or walking with people? Or has that has that been something you've wrestled with? I, I, I don't think I've ever taken like compromising action, but I, I have felt intimidated. And the the best cure for that has just been just to read, just to read my Bible, mm. just to read my Bible. And even if someone is smarter than me, more eloquent than me can, you know, debate me, like I am not here to debate, like I am here to live my life for mm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And very often some of the people that are most confrontational will come back to you in times of need because mm. they see they see that you have something yeah. that they can that you're really anchored to. Mm. Um, additionally, I think that there's a perception that people are going to be super hostile, and a lot of times that's not true. Mm-hmm. A lot of time that is just built up in in your mind, mm-hmm. and um, frankly, I think it's a lot of spiritual warfare because if you know the truth, mm-hmm. you know, Satan might say, okay, well, that's fine. This one knows the truth, but now I can't let him tell anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's, what, that's that's the biggest weapon. It's been the joy. Be it's been a joy for me with this podcast, the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Uh, uh, so not all, but some of the people that we've asked to be a part of it, they're like, no, like I'm not. I don't have the Bible degree. It's like mm-hmm. I, I want you in here because you don't like because mm-hmm. you're what most people say you're a common lay person, and mm-hmm. you can't see me. I'm doing air quotes around lay. It's like I want our people to model for our people what it's like to read God's word. And you just hit the nail on the head. I, I, I read God's word. We're in God's word. I mean, God's word. We're in God's word. God's word gets into us, and God's word comes out of us. And I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So back to the text here in Acts chapter eighteen. Good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to explain about the text, or anything else there that I skipped over? Anything? Um, I I wanted to point out, and this is getting a little bit into application. Um, Priscilla and Aquila. Mm-hmm. It says they took him aside. Mm. So they didn't talk to him. They didn't like interrupt him while he was preaching in the synagogue. Yeah. They didn't yell at him. Um, they took him aside and lovingly explained the whole story. And I thought that that was, that was really beautiful, the way that they explained um, the doctrine fully to him and kind of built that relationship with him. And from that, they were able to celebrate the fullness of the gospel, and it didn't end in some kind of weird conflict. Yeah. Yeah, and how, how they approach them. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. There's uh, another cool thing. Whenever you see, uh, for those of our listeners that may not know, Priscilla is the wife and Aquila is the husband. Mm-hmm. And whenever they're mentioned, she's always put first in front of him. And a lot of scholars will debate whether, like, she was more of the leader mm-hmm. of the two. And, like, uh, there's some debates that go into it that's, that, that, that this is a reason, this is a biblical scholarly reason of women in ministry and such. Um, but it's just really interesting. Uh, ministry, vocational ministry, all women are called to be ministers of God's Word. But Priscilla and Aquila, uh, just pretty interesting that thing. Every time you see them, it's mm-hmm. always Priscilla, mm-hmm. Priscilla first. Okay, so any other application jumping from? Totally fine to do that. Um, in here. Well, the one thing, I was going to give a plug for the Institute. Here yeah, let's do it. 
And um, I had been thinking about for for quite a while that um, I should say I, you know, I have an accounting degree, so I do not have a theological degree or any formal training. But I thought, you know, maybe I should um, like audit a course at Liberty or or just mm-hmm. get a 101 course on the Old Testament, New Testament, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then um, we have started the Institute, which is basically that mm-hmm. here at FCC. And it does feel like it feels like a college course. And I mean that in the best way. <laughs> I, love, I, I am a lecture based note taker learner. I was so excited. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need a three green binder. Like mm-hmm. this is the best day. <laughs> um, so I loved it. I have learned a lot from it just in terms of a lot of the things I'm like, okay, I, I knew that, but I really like how he categorizes it or it gives me new vocabulary and just kind of, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of the word makes it systematic. Okay. Yeah. And gives me a system and, and to really think through things that I already know, but. I mean, it's a box to put it in. Yeah. Here's the, mm-hmm. um, here's the mode. Here's the method. Here's the mm-hmm. means of, of being able to make it a deliverable. Right. A, a package right. and such. Yeah. That makes sense. And I, I just, I don't know how many people from outside FCC are listening to this, but that has been super helpful in growing my own confidence and my own knowledge just in, in, God's word and, and about doctrine and why we believe what we believe. So yeah, pursue that. We'll put uh, the link in our description below for the Institute. Jake Preston, one of our lay leaders that leads that's phenomenal. Absolutely loving. Yeah. The Bible project also has some really great videos. Um, I did, I've done a couple series with them on like their wisdom study and, and their Torah study. So Cool. We'll put, that's YouTube-based. We'll put those some links to those in mm-hmm. the show notes below uh, as well on all of our podcasting platforms. All right, so there's some of the ways that you can apply. How did you personally respond to this text, Nicole? Well, um, so like I said, I have two little ones at home, and thinking about discipleship that you as a parent, if you are a parent, like mm-hmm. those are your primary disciples. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you're supposed to be in ministry to everyone, witnessing to everyone, but those are your primary disciples. God mm-hmm. gave them to you. And so being prepared, and I'll tell you, my five-year-old, he can ask some questions, um, <laughs> questions about faith, mm-hmm. questions about, you know, what happens when you die, mm. and just making sure that I am equipped to answer them, but not just answer them. I want to answer them in a way that brings him comfort and that he can relate to as a five-year-old. Um, and words that I can use to, to explain it in a way that he can understand it, but that is also still true to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far I just pray for, through those moments and I think they've gone pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> they've gone pretty well. Um, he seems to have really held on to it and then little, little things will happen and I'll be like, like the trash truck. Um, went by our house and tore out my internet line. We have overhead lines. Oh, yeah. And um, so it was a little chaotic when that happened that morning. And Andrew said, man, we got to pray about this. Mm. I was like, you know what, Andrew? Mm. You're right. Can you please pray for us? Yeah. And he prayed for us. Oh, I love that you had him pray for it. And he said, and he prayed for us. It was the sweetest little prayer. And then he was like, well, like now we're going to be okay. Yeah. And that's that's not to say that God is a gumball machine. And if you pray for something, it's going to be okay. That's not true. but his his faith is so pure and just mm-hmm. he he believes that that God's going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Jesus calls to have childlike mm-hmm. faith. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. I think even uh, kids ask questions because they're not afraid to ask a question. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes as adults, like we want to shy away from it. Cause like, well, if I ask this question, you know, what's the perception that mm-hmm. people are going to have of me or mm-hmm. such? Mm-hmm. Love it. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us in here today in Acts chapter 18. I will be beginning to journey through the book of the first book to the, excuse me, the first book of Thessalonians tomorrow. And that's where we will continue into next week and then into uh, second Thessalonians. So thank you for joining us here on the Jesus Everyday Podcast. 